I'm Jenna Samatin, and this is what I wore when I first realized I don't give a f- about what anyone thinks about my style. Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samatin. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style to tell the stories you haven't heard. After months of recording a podcast asking women to talk about an important outfit, I couldn't stop thinking about my sister and something she wore. I was hesitant to have her on because most of our guests are famous in their own way. But I hope as you've listened to this podcast, you've thought about the outfits that have defined you and your family. So I did invite my sister Jenna on the show to talk about something she wore on a family vacation when we were kids, an outfit that is still pivotal to this day, for better or worse. After you listen, I encourage you to go to Glamour.com to see this hilarious outfit and to think about something you wore that's impacted you. I'll also share my email address and I invite you to start a conversation about the relationship between what we wear and who we are. I want to start by asking you what I ask everyone, which is, what are you wearing right now? What I'm wearing right now? Um, I am wearing a new sweatshirt. I like it. Isn't it awesome? Um, It's a TNC Surf Company vintage sweatshirt. I got on eBay and I love it. Did you see the back? Big, big ass logo. And my favorite jeans. They're off-white, um, wide leg jeans. Off-white, the brand or the color? Let's specify. Ah, in color. Okay. Um, they're cause, cause jeans, black socks pulled up, and black Nikes. And my gold, gold uh, necklaces, earrings, and my gold rings. Do you feel like that's an outfit that you, that's indicative of how you normally dress? Oh, for sure. Yeah, Cool sweatshirt. Yep. Yep. Totally. And because the name of the podcast is What I Wear When, you are going to talk about a very specific moment in your life that I think applies to a lot of young women. And the moment is what you wore when you realized that when it came to getting dressed, nobody's opinion mattered but your own. Absolutely. And I want to preface this by saying what you're about to hear has become something of a huge family joke with us. But I do think there's larger meaning because I, I think that it's something that a lot of people can relate to. And so, Jenna, why don't, you, why don't you set the scene? I was about seven years old and you were 12. Uh, and we were taking a family trip. It was winter break and we were down in Florida to visit our grandparents who escaped New York City winters uh, and spent the summer or winter in Florida. And we were with our parents. And our days there were casual. We swam and chilled out by the pool during the day. And then we went to dinner at night. And so on one particular night, my mom, um, or our mom, presented us, or presented me, sorry, with this outfit. Uh, She didn't ask me that if I wanted to wear this, she told me that I was going to wear this specific outfit. It's an all-white suit, two-piece suit. Uh, We'll start with the pants. The pants are elastic waist, 
And there's a, a gold button on the band with a chain hanging from the button up top. Uh, there's a jacket, and it's cropped, and it's very, very ill-fitting. The sleeves are long. Um, there's a single gold button that kind of uh, rests, like, right above my belly. Um, and she made me button it. <laughs> and underneath, I'm wearing a bright red tank top. Uh, what am I missing? The the sleeves have a uh, gold piping around the wrists, and the pants were also very ill-fitting. Uh, they're too long, and they're pooling. Um, so there's this kind of deep break, and they hit right above my my keds, my white keds. Okay, so for for everyone listening, it's hard to understand. It's hard to see this without a visual, which I will provide. Yeah. Obviously, on Glamour.com, there yeah. will be a photo of this outfit. But basically, we go down to Florida for a casual vacation, and I'm allowed to wear whatever I want. I'm 12 years old. I'm able to go out for dinner, and I'm wearing men's boxers, and I'm wearing a t-shirt, and I'm wearing sneakers. Like you're and literally wearing men's like boxers. it was men's boxer shorts. I was just casual as a 12 year old. It was the 90s, and my mom makes Jenna wear a glorified sailor suit. It is a sailor suit for no reason. And we're going out to dinner. And Jenna, who's always been really, really creative, even as a young kid, very creative, very much aware of how she feels and how she looks. Jenna, as a seven-year-old, said to my mother, I don't want to wear this. And it was a hand-me-down from a neighbor. So my mom didn't even buy it. This wasn't even something like she paid money for. So Jenna said, I don't want to wear this. And my mom said, well, uh, you're going to wear it. Well, World War II ensues, and we, I mean, explain, we were arguing, she was forcing you to wear this outfit. Forcing me to wear it, and like you said, it was a hand-me-down, so it's not like she had spent money on it, it's not like I went shopping with her, and I picked it out myself, and then I changed my tune, and I didn't want to wear it. I had no emotional connection, no whatsoever investment in this outfit. Neither did she. Someone gave it to her. Um, But for some reason, she thought this would be a really cute dinner look. And it was not. And I didn't agree. And we argued about it. Um, And I feel like you supported me. As a 12-year-old, I definitely did. I definitely was like, if she doesn't want to wear it, don't make her wear it. And my mom was adamant that Jenna has to wear the sailor suit to dinner. And to this day, I mean, and there's pictures, there's family photos, and there's us posing. And poor Jenna, poor (laughs) Jenna's like red-faced, like stressed out looking in the pictures from getting like upset about not wanting to wear this outfit. Now, I feel like if that were me... The outfit wasn't cute, I will say, but if that were me as a kid, I would have worn the outfit. I would have just worn it. My mom said, wear it. I would have been like, okay. You refused. And I think there's something... I was adamant. You were adamant. Yeah. Granted, you lost out. You had to wear, you had yep. to wear it and you were miserable. And we've, we've joked about this ever since. But I think a lot of kids would have said, okay, fine. Like you're seven. Like your parents pick your clothes out when you're seven years old. That's just a thing that they do. My mom picked mine out. I might not have liked everything, but I wore what she said because she was the boss and she was my mom. And Jenna was just not having it. I put up a fight. You put up a fight. fight. A fight. I remember the fight. fight. Won't go into detail, but I do vividly remember (laughs) this argument that this seven-year-old was was really rallying for not wearing this this ridiculous-looking suit. And I feel like there's just something really... Interesting because I feel like for me, in like in the family, that moment 
has really shaped who you are in terms of how not only you get dressed, but how you shop and how you approach all creative pursuits. I mean, that was really like the what I wore when moment. It was a moment that you really felt. Let's talk about our mom's role in this. She, you know, our recollection is that she forced you to wear the outfit. It is. She did. She did. She did. But I I did not pose for that photo on my own will. No. But her, today, what do you think she, what would be her revisionist history if she was here? She talks about it. We talk about it all the time with her. Um, And she claims, she claims that she, brought that outfit because it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. And it was cute and adorable. And we had a little tiff. But it wasn't, in her mind, it wasn't as epic no. as it actually happened. Like, I I don't know if she... Well, she brushed is, it off the last few times. I mean, the last few years when we talk about it, she's brushed it off like, oh, Jenna. Like, Jenna's being the crazy one. Like, right. oh, Jenna. That's in your head. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah, but I'm now, always the dramatic well, one. Yeah, you're, the, you're just being dramatic. But now, the more that we talk about it, because this comes up, I mean, every time this family's together... The more we talk about it, the more I think she's realizing because nobody's letting it go. I think she's realizing like, holy cow, maybe they're right. Like maybe it was, maybe I, but I think because we have not dropped it. I think if you dropped it, she'd still be like, okay, you're whatever. That was in your head. But the fact that you will not let this go. Yeah. I mean, I think she is now starting to realize that she pushed hard for this and maybe it wasn't worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it wasn't worth it to have both of her children recording a podcast 30 years later talking about the hand-me-down sailor suit. I don't know. The cruise director. The cruise director. The cruise director moment. Um, But maybe, I mentioned this earlier, maybe there's a silver lining. I don't know. I mean, we have something to laugh at. To laugh at. We have something that makes us happy when we're sad. Happy when we're sad. And it, you know, it gave me a very, very, um, it helped instill a very kind of personal conviction when it comes to my style. What I would love to do um, is when, you know, maybe like... Somehow in the future, maybe on Glamour.com, we can solicit. I would love to hear from readers. Maybe they can submit some pictures of their most embarrassing childhood outfits. Or not embarrassing, but the outfit that has shaped them and stayed with them. Because I'm telling you, I don't think... I know this is like a family story. I do not think you're alone in this. I think a lot of little kids have felt this way about a specific outfit and how it shaped them going forward about style, fashion, shopping, sense of self. So maybe that's just an idea that I can float by, but I think that would be really fun. Definitely. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Why don't you give me some examples of now how you feel like that moment has affected you? Well, like you said, it definitely, this moment definitely shaped me um, because it really became clear that I wanted to be in control of what I put on and that the only opinion that mattered was my own. Like it did not matter. Even if you, you fought for the outfit, in Florida for the the nautical suit. It didn't matter. I didn't feel comfortable in it. 
And that's what felt most important to me. Um, So today, as an adult, um, these realizations have definitely followed me. To this day, I'm not very receptive to people's opinions about my clothing unless I specifically ask for their opinions. So like, what if... An example. Like, I don't know, like if I saw you now in Starbucks and I was like, I mean, this wouldn't be in my personality to say, but if I was like, wow, I hate your sweatshirt. <laughs> like, I feel like people think of sisters, like you're allowed to say those things, right? Like, oh, I don't, ew, what is that you're wearing? But like, if I said that to you, I feel like you would shut down, freak out. Yeah. Well, you're different. You're Fine. different. You're different. I feel if like colleague, you're... If a colleague made a comment to you oh. about, ooh, what are those, what are those pants? Like, I would, I would be just like, be like, shut up, colleague. Like, who cares? But you would not brush that off so easily? No, I would get super pissed. um, And it would really have an impact on me. But it wouldn't mean that I wouldn't wear these pants again. Like, if anything, I'm going to continue to wear these pants because I, like, something like that would show me that you just don't get it. You don't get it. I'm intentionally curating every single thing that I put on every single day, and you don't get it. You don't get the look. Um, Another pretty specific example of how this moment kind of shaped me um, and how it followed me, really. Um, If I'm getting dressed now to go someplace, and I'm, let's say, like, deciding between two outfits, um, and my wife casually mentions to me that she likes one better than the other, I actually get annoyed if I'm not asking her, her opinion, I mean, I'm getting annoyed. It's like, hey, you know, thanks, but it just, it kind of sends me into this zone of like, well, why don't you like outfit A, you know, and maybe I should wear that outfit, even though it just kind of sends me someplace where I, I just, unless I'm asking for your opinion, I don't want it. It really impacts my almost daily um, like it, it impacts my relationship for sure with my wife. Um, I get really kind of pissed off and defensive when, um, you know, she'll make like a harmless, harmless comment or observation about my outfit. Um, like, it's not like she's telling me that I look bad in things. Like if anything, she's like so complimentary. Um, If she like mentions that my pants are wrinkled, I'll kind of go crazy. Like I'm like, well, I get super defensive. Um, And I kind of, you know, my instinct is to get defensive because I want to protect um, my choice for putting on those wrinkled pants and my sense of style. Like it, like it represents my choice. Like it represents something bigger. I'm choosing to wear these pants, despite the fact that they might be a little wrinkled. And please don't threaten that. Um, it's, it's deep. <laughs> it's deep. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's definitely deep. Thanks. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> I think the idea that you just said of intentionally curating everything you wear is very, very true of you. Mm. It's very true of a certain type of person. And I really do feel like that's true to you to a fault. And I feel like it's funny, you know, we've had a lot of celebrities on the show and I don't feel like that's true with a lot of women. I do feel like, especially some of the women I talk to, they'll be like, oh, I'm just very, like my style is very easygoing. It's California, it's laid back. I throw on whatever t-shirt's clean or I throw on, you know, my blazer. 
and it's very like, la, 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 I'm not thinking about it. You, on the other hand, I feel like you truly think about every single thing that you put on. I do. And I feel like when I hear someone say that, kind of like, oh, you're a slave to what you put on. And I'm not um, because I enjoy it. I actually enjoy thinking about kind of arranging clothes um, and an outfit in a way that kind of like matches the the perspective that I just kind of want to, I want to give off. I, and, what is, and what is it? What do you want to give off? Um, I think it depends on the day. I think my, my personal style now, um, it kind of has uh, different shades to it. I definitely go through phases where I get into something kind of hardcore. Um, an example of that, the summer, after after a long uh, a few years of not wearing dresses, I used to wear dresses all the time in our like mid-2000s days. Mm-hmm. I feel like you and me we used to— loved, We loved to dress. We're into, really into t-shirt dresses and mini dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of took a break for years, and the summer I kind of rediscovered— um, wearing dresses. And I definitely took what brands had to offer. Um, And so I spent the whole summer wearing like voluminous, sack, long, billowy, shapeless So like you uh, bought into what was? What was kind of offered, right? Um, I'm not afraid to say that I enjoy trends. I was going to say, it sounds like you're afraid of the T word. I'm not. I'm not. I think, I I feel like I, a few years ago I was, um, and now I'm, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm attracted to certain trends and I'm not embarrassed to admit it. Um, but I also know that when things feel, um, just kind of overexposed, I lose interest immediately. Which is Um, a really big, which is a really big thing right now. I think with people who are intelligent and thinkers, a lot of people are writing articles and they're posting on Instagram a lot about how, as soon as something, a trend, a style, a lifestyle, as soon as something becomes a little bit overexposed or adopted by the masses, they're comfortable stepping away from it, where I feel like you are, where I feel like I'm still like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to show that, like, I understand it. But, like, you're like, okay, it hit fever pitch. Like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm putting it down. Yeah, and sometimes it sucks because it it kind of like gets to me, right? Like I'm living in my head a lot. Like if I enjoy something or enjoy yeah, like wearing something, why do that? I care? Um, but I do. It's this feeling of feeling, and I think this goes back to being a kid, right? Like I, I want to be different. I just want to, but not crazy different where I stand out and I'm like a zany, I'm the zany looking one in the room no, or eccentric. Your looking different is very, just to it's clarify, subtle. because I think when people say with fashion, I want to look different, they picture wild. They picture right. patterns and colors and voluminous. You are actually like, you want to blend in, but be, but, but be, but blend in a little bit differently. Yeah. I think like um, a good example of this is in situations where maybe people are more um, dressed up or it's slightly more formal, I always want to be like the most casual one in the room. I want to be slightly dressed down. Um, It makes me feel uh, slightly cooler. And I feel like that word cool is so subjective, right? Like there is obviously like no one cool, um, but that's always kind of been... um, at the forefront of me getting dressed. 
Can you give an example of a fancy event, maybe a wedding or something where everyone's wearing, you know, gowns or dresses or, and you've something that you've been like, okay, well, I'm going to wear this. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I was at a wedding with you, a black tie wedding a couple of years ago. And yeah, what did I wear? And everybody was wearing pretty fancy dresses and gowns and you wore, and, 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 and it was appropriate too. Like it didn't look inappropriate. You wore nice black pants mm-hmm. and you wore a really nice black jacket, mm-hmm. like a blazer mm-hmm. and a, like a, like a blouse. And you wore either flats or very low heels. I think you wore flats. I think I wore those patent leather loafers. I think they were just flat loafers. Yeah. And it just looked like it's appropriate. Yeah. Like there's no rule that you have to wear a gown. Oh, for sure. At a wedding. And I feel like that's just something that you've understood and embraced where like I sometimes I'm like, I understand that I don't need to wear a gown, but I'm still like, I'm going to be appropriately dressed. But I also feel like if wearing pants and a and a slightly formal blazer was kind of of the moment and the entire, if I knew, you know, if I could see into the future and I knew that every woman at this wedding was wearing pants, I would have chosen for a gown. Yeah. Um, another example of this is, do you remember years ago when I think it was New York Magazine um, kind of gave... Normcore, a platform, right? They, yes. They were the ones who. Of course, that was it. the biggest thing, Normcore. Um, and at first, it was exciting for me because I felt like that defined my, like a, a big piece of my style. Um, and it was like, cool. It has, I've never been able to seriously articulate my style and like the, the core of my style. Um, and it was cool because it gave it like a, like a, a, a name, name. A name. Um, but of course, you know, within like so quickly, it just blew up. It blew up, and it everyone got annoying. Who normally was not wearing jeans, unassuming clothing, sweatshirts, vintage jeans, denim shirts, vintage denim shirts, large sneakers, y- yeah. baseball caps, like this. All these women that normally would dress up suddenly read that and started dressing that way. And someone like you probably felt pretty lost because you're like, okay, this was my signature style forever. Yeah, and now it's a thing. Do you consider yourself a shopper? Uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Where do you like to shop? Oh, yeah. I have a pretty big online shopping addiction. Um, same. Same. I, I mean, so does our mother, right? Yeah. Like, well, she's not really an online shopping. Yeah. Well, she's both. Yeah. Our mom is a very, very, very robust shopper. Like, yeah. for better or worse, I do what she does. And I think you do too, Jenna, but maybe not so much anymore. But we shop when we're bored. Like when we have nothing to do, we shop. Definitely. That's just how I grew up. Like just for shopping. No, it's an activity. And I think it's the best. It's a pastime. It's an activity, um, and it's gotten so much easier to do at home. Like right, you, you know, can do it from your bed. Um, yeah, for better or for worse. But where do I shop? Um, Etsy and eBay are big sources. Um, and what for do you clothes. look for on eBay? Obviously, the vintage sweatshirt you're wearing right now. Did you say that was from eBay or Etsy? This is from eBay. eBay. Um, so vintage. Vintage. Thrift. Vintage. Thrift. Um, I don't love uh, vintage and thrift stores in New York. Um, wherever I travel, I research shops, vintage uh, stores to go to. So that's, and I travel quite a bit. So I feel like a lot of my favorite pieces in my wardrobe are from, um, are vintage from traveling from abroad or other cities. Um, and then 
I definitely shop at kind of big box stores. Uh, I love Muji. I love their aesthetic. I love their minimalism. I have a lot of stuff from Uniqlo, and I love ASOS uh, for those trendier pieces. Have you bought something that you felt like you couldn't afford, clothing-wise? No. 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 I'm pretty, and I'm thinking about it. Um, In the last few years, I've gotten more comfortable buying um, nicer clothes. I feel like I'll, I'll never forget. I was... How many years ago? It was a few. Remember when the store Aritzia opened? Of course. Um, I bought a shirt there. It was a really, I still have it. It's a long kind of white tunic, um, Mandarin collar top with pockets. And I spent, I want to say, $150 on it. And I kind of freaked out internally. Um, But I also knew that I was going to wear it all the time. And I did. I got a ton of use out of it. But since then, I've gotten way more comfortable spending more money on clothing. But I also love, I love, uh, I love getting a good deal and shopping when there are sales. Um, I, which I think is something like our mom likes too. Yeah, and it's funny. A lot of the people that I talk to on this podcast have mentioned that. Like, yeah, like no matter what bracket financially you fall into, like there's a certain type of person that likes a deal. Yeah, it's like emotionally satisfying. It's very satisfying. It's very satisfying. Um, my So last year when we got married, I we eloped, we went to Paris um, and got married there. I got a great Rachel Comey dress uh, on sale. Not white. It was not white. Striped? Striped. Um, different shades of brown. Striped. It's this amazing, beautiful um, fabric. It's like a a seersucker um, silk uh, dress. It's great. But I got it on sale. And that, it was like half price. And it was it was very satisfying. And it was not expensive necessarily to begin with when you think about something to wear to your wedding. Just saying. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it wasn't ASO's price, but it definitely wasn't. I mean, it's Rachel Comey, which is like a high price point, but yeah. it's not like a wedding dress price point. Right. Right. back to the sailor suit, it wasn't really, like, a sailor suit would have been kind of cute. Like, that would have been a look, you know? No, like, like, I would have had navy incorporated, maybe a hat, which I love <laughs> hats now. Like, it was not sailor. So we call it many things. Um, and my friends at work are very in on this look it's and this joke. It's turned into a meme. It's this turned, truly into, it's with turned our friends into a meme. And, and we call it, and I think this is really the best title for it, it's a cruise director. I yeah. look like a cruise director. A mini. A mini, because I'm Because you're tiny. I'm you're seven. seven years old. I you're mean, this I'm, little thing. A mini cruise director. But it's it's a pretty inappropriate... Well, it, no, it's not inappropriate. That's actually... That gives... That paints the wrong picture. It's just not age appropriate. I mean, it looks no, like... It's quite uh, mature. It's, it's very mature. It's very mature. Um... <laughs> It's and very, it's, you know, it's funny, like, I love menswear now. Um, I love a good pantsuit. I love boys' clothing. Um, but this... No, this was just... This was, yeah. This was um, just something. I mean, yeah, it's just something that's become a family joke. And that and that, that I had to take photos. 
A lot of photos. A and lot they of exist. Photos. And I will say that... Silver lining, they exist. They make lining, us laugh. And it is a silver lining because whenever I feel down or depressed, somebody sends me one of the pictures of you in the sailor suit, <laughs> whether it's my mom or you or my husband. Like, someone will send me that picture. It's your avatar when you call me on the phone. So every time I see it, I crack up. <laughs> it's just like a thing. And it makes... and But I, I do remember the struggle of that day of you, of just seeing a, a, a kid not wanting to wear something. I just feel like it's so, it just stayed with me because it's so you. And I feel like it's so many other people too who have original personal style from the get-go. And I think that's you. Well, I, I mean, I take that as a compliment. And I I think back to that moment and I remember it really well, but I don't remember what I would have wanted to wear instead, which is interesting. Like, the whole kind of nucleus of the story is that I knew what I didn't want to wear. And that outfit was 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 what I didn't want to wear. Um, I remember feeling physically uncomfortable in it. Um, and not because it was like tight or anything. No, or, because you were unhappy. I was and that unhappy. stands today with any woman. Like if you don't want to wear something and you are wearing it, you are going to be physically uncomfortable. And unless you are the greatest actress on earth, it's going to show. It's no going to show. No matter how old you sure. are, it's going to show. I mean, I tense up. I My body language, you can tell when I'm not comfortable wearing something. Definitely. And yours... Did I mean you're frowning in these pictures and your arms are My crossed posture. and you're scowling and your brows are knit and everyone else is in this family photo beaming in their casual resort wear and here you are like in men's a men's underwear basically in a in a costume like scowling and it's just I don't know it just feels it feels like funny and specific to our family but also a little bit universal because I've talked to so many people who have moments like that who are just like I was forced to wear this thing and I didn't want it and you know what. No one, again, is telling me what to wear. And I feel like that's you. That is, yeah. So I want to do a quick speed round with you. So just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. What's the last thing you bought? This tea. I bought you a tea also. Yes, you did. Mint medley (laughs) teas. (laughs) Tea from Starbucks. Tea from Starbucks. What was your first concert? Our mother took us or me to see Gloria Gaynor perform. <laughs> what? I wasn't there. <laughs> yes. It was on like a waterfront. I have a really <laughs> I think I was there. I have a really specific memory of being little and going to see Gloria Gaynor. Who she sings I Will Survive, yeah, right? I, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. No, but, it's real. We'll ask we'll ask mommy. I mean, okay, I guess you can call that a concert. It's more of an outdoor like <laughs> event. But okay. Um what would be your last meal on earth? Um, I'd say, uh, the best baguette from France with some great cheese from France. From France. From Parisian, a Parisian baguette. How do you fall asleep at night? Um, I used to fall asleep doing crossword puzzles and now I fall asleep playing Scrabble with our mom. Online Scrabble. Online Scrabble. Yes. Online Scrabble (laughs) with our mom. Nerd. Favorite TV show of all time? Sopranos. Jenna's favorite show. That's like all Jenna talks about is The Sopranos. Tony Soprano. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Tony Soprano is actually pretty, pretty inspirational when it comes to my style. Yes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the characters on The Sopranos, you've referenced to style icons. Yeah. Tony, Carmela, Christopher. The list goes on. The list goes on. The list goes on. Um... 
What era do you identify most with fashion-wise? I think the 70s. Why? I don't know. There's something kind of um, nostalgic about the 70s. I love... I love the denim. I love kind of the the hair, too. Um, I feel like my hair's always kind of tried to channel, like— 70s. 70s. Um, I also love the 90s, but the 90s is so du jour right now. It's that so I'm back to the point the where 90s. I know. I'm I over agree. it. I'm over it, but I'm not, you know? Like, I still have so much love for the 90s, but— And this isn't part of the speed round, but I want to know— if you had a kid, if you had, you know, a boy or a girl, but let's say a daughter, could you ever envision yourself telling this daughter what to wear? Absolutely not. Ever? Um, Family dinner, grandparents, you know, 100th birthday party and the kid wants to wear a stained sweatshirt and stained sweatpants and ripped up sneakers. You're going to be like, yes, honey. I think... <laughs> I think that I... um I would try to, yeah, I would try to choose my battles wisely. I think Depending that— Depending on the moment, maybe. Yeah, I would. think it's situational. Um, I think that if I had a child today and they wanted to wear something to school, given that it was, like, seasonally appropriate and appropriate in general, um, if I didn't necessarily agree like with the look, I'd maybe try to subtly sway he or she— into maybe another look, but of course, using my past experiences, I mean, I definitely would want to kind of create that space and that freedom for for my child. I mean, I say that now, but check I in with me in a few now. years. Check in in a few years. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. This was fun. This was awesome. Thanks. Bye. What I Wore When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio with new episodes dropping every Monday. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, Glamour Digital Director, Perry Samatin. Follow me on Instagram at Perry Samatin. P-E-R-R-I-E-S-A-M-O-T-I-N. Our executive producer is Allie Perry. And our producers are Glamour's Kim Fasaro and iHeart's JJ Posway. What I Wore When is engineered by Emily Marinoff and Derek Clements. Special thanks to Julie Shen and Deanna Buckman at Condé Nast. For more information on today's episode, go to glamour.com slash what I wore when. Can I see the photo one more time? Yeah, it's always here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. Why? And it's so ill-fitting. It's not even tape face. You're like, frown. it's a frown. It's I've a never frown. really seen anybody frown this it's way. It's a you frown. Are frowning and your bangs are all like choppy. And, <laughs> and I'm, oh I'm all flushed partially flushed, because I'm sunburned. Sunburned. But I was crying, so upset. I was crying. I'm begging was, you, mom, don't put me in the outfit. The break in your pants. You look like a waiter. Oh, it's too much. It's the best. Wow. And that, that decorative chain that connects the two buttons at the waist is like, why is it there? You'll never wear a superfluous chain again. Exactly. We'll Moral never. That story.